Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> John B. Bring it on there. Let them feel where you come from. Good evening. This is Black Writer Space. I am your host, uh, Tiffany, Miss Mocha, and I have my co-host with me, Mario Givens. Mario, you there? Okay, maybe not. Um, had a little technical difficulties yesterday with the speaker thing, so we're not going to worry about that right now. Um, tonight our host is... Um, our guest is Darren Lowry, Chicago author of, I believe, 14 books. Um, we're going to bring him on air and get started. Darren? Yeah? How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm wonderful, wonderful. It's just, I'm, I'm glad to finally get you on the show uh, so we can talk about some things and get the word out that we got this awesome author in Chicago. For those who don't know who he is, now um, how many how many books do you have now that you've uh, authored? Actually, this is the fourteenth book. It's congratulations too. It's the second book in the series. Uh, the third book will actually probably be out this fall, maybe September fifth. September fifth. Okay. Well, we definitely be waiting on that one. I just started on the first one, so <laughs> I'm working my way through that one. Yes, Mario again. Let me Mario. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes. <laughs> hey Darren, how you doing today? Hey, it's I'm, I'm okay. great. How are you? That's uh, good. Well, how you guys holding up with the snow? <laughs> well, actually, I'm just going in. I'm stuck in it. Oh wow. Yeah, I tried yeah. to go out earlier and it was pretty bad. Yeah, I think but he said he said Lexo Drive was shut down. Yeah, it was actually they shut it down in the midst of people already own own Lakeshore Drive. Like, how are you going to shut it down when we already own it? You know what I mean? Wow. Like, you could at least have a barrier up the ramp. So when you try to get you say, okay, well, it's closed. Let me go make another detour somewhere. So that's Chicago for you. That's government, I guess. Definitely, but definitely. <laughs> the show must go on. Well, th- thanks for having me. Uh, for your listeners, if Katie yes. people aren't familiar, congratulations is a story of a woman that is accidentally invited to her boyfriend's wedding. So could you imagine that? Uh, kind of the question I ask people um, when I do book signings and when I make appearances is, if you, what would you do if you found out the man you thought you were in love with was promised to another? And I commonly mm-hmm. ask readers, would they hold their tongue or would they interrupt the wedding? You'd be surprised as how many people say they'd interrupt the wedding, but if you think about it, I don't quite agree because you're in enemy territory. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to bring all that attention to yourself, and it can be kind of embarrassing. So it's, it's a pretty hot read. And congratulations, too has the same characters, but it's, I introduced some new characters in where um, there's a woman named Regina, and she's dating a man within her church, and lo and behold, hours after they've been intimate, she finds out that that same man that she's been messing with in her church is engaged to marry another woman in the same church. So it's mm. pretty much just drama all the way through. <laughs> wow. 
There I go again, wow. But <laughs> no problem. <laughs> okay. So, um, tell us how long you have been writing. When did you start writing and what inspired you to write? Had it always been a passion for you? Did you start as a child throughout school or how tell us about that? Well, I did a little work uh, at Percy Julian High School in Chicago for a newspaper we had called The Soul Searcher, but that wasn't really where where I kind of picked it up. I want to say I picked it up maybe in the year 2000, and it was probably shortly after uh, getting divorced that I decided that I would do some writing. And I've always been a fan of Brenda Hampton, Carl Weber, Eric Jerome Dickey, people like that. I've actually everything Eric Jerome Dickey's ever uh, written, and I just decided from there maybe I could write a book. So I, I started with the first one. It was uh, called Handling the Truth, One Man's Perspective on uh, Relationships, and it just kind of took off from there. I just, you know, book after book after book, and I just kept putting them out there. So it, it's been pretty lucrative. It's It's been okay, but it's been like a 10- or 12-year journey. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. That's amazing right now, there. Do you, um, is your preference to always write on the side or would you like to be a full-time writer like that is what you do that's it i would love to be a full-time author that would be absolutely outstanding unfortunately i kind of think that god has other plans um i've been in the social service Mm -hmm. industry for about the last 15 or 20 years i actually started out uh with jane adams hall house association whom i'm reading is actually closing in march and i I started there Mm -hmm. almost 20 years ago in social services, uh, I worked in transitional living, in emergency shelters, uh, as a case manager, as a case worker, as a foster care worker. From there, I went to the YMCA where I was a director for a number of years, and now I work uh, at Cook County Juvenile as a supervisor. So I think my calling is just to help people. I'd really love to write full-time, but I just I just don't think it's in the cards. And even if the writing took off to the point where I could um Right, full time. I still don't think I would. I, I think I really need to be out there helping people, especially young yeah. people, because it's it's just kind of wild out here in Chicago now. And I think we need more leadership yeah. with our African American men. So uh, I, I'd love to do it, but I'm pretty sure I'll be working in some capacity with youth or the disadvantaged or people in human services in some some way, probably till I die. <laughs> okay, it's nothing wrong with that. It's always a blessing to be able to help somebody else to take your knowledge and actually um, impart it in someone else. And it can really be um, a great outcome if, if they're acceptable to it. So yeah, I think that's great. And even if they're not acceptable, you know, just to plant some seeds and to see where it develops mm-hmm. later on, that that's the goal. But yeah. I would love to write full-time. It would just be amazing. I've got a lot of friends in the industry that do, and that's all they talk about. I mean, I'm kind of envious of them, but they also tell me, you know, it's not – what you know, I think it is. A lot of people say, "Well, it's great that I don't have to work, but you know, you've got all these this work to do. You've got these deadlines." They say it's it's a little bit different when you're a marquee author, and I'm kind of still on my way. Okay, so um, tell our listeners: Did you self-publish or well, starting out, or like, are you independent now? Have you ever went under another publishing company? Tell us your experience with that. Oh, I've actually done all three. I started off self-publishing when I first started off, and I got with a um, publishing company called iUniverse. I've always been satisfied with their work. Upon um, starting my first few books, my book sales just started to pick up, and then other people started contacting me, which was great. 
uh, I had a marquee agency in the business contact me and ask me, could he represent me? I declined, unfortunately, and I decided to go with an all-African-American company, uh, which turned out to be one of the bigger mistakes in my career because I signed with the company. I'm not going to you know, name their name, but uh, mm-hmm. I got one paycheck, and I never got paid again. And which was just horrible. I mean, I got, it was a nice paycheck, but again, I, I never got a second one. And after being taken advantage of, I tried to go back to that same agent, who's a very popular agent right now, and he wouldn't touch me. He, he was kind of upset that I turned him down to begin with. So from there, I had to keep going. I went back to self-published, and uh, my book started picking up. I say have anywhere between seventeen thousand and twenty eight thousand readers who, you know, religiously just whatever I write, they pick it up. So I started writing wow. to them and then I got a, a, a query from who's a good friend of mine, another author that Lewis, and she was able to with me with her work for Carl Weber for years. And then I went back to publishing on my own again. And now my company's called Weekend Books Publishing. It's here in Chicago. And I'm kind of trying to grow it as a business. I want to develop my career on my own, but I also want to help other people develop their careers as well. I just want to, I don't know, helping people just tends to be my thing no matter what I'm doing. But I want to say the first book was maybe, the first three books were self-published. The next book was traditionally published, and that's what the company that didn't pay me. And then I went back to self-publishing for two books, was traditionally published again, and I was with Urban, where I gave them two books, and now I'm back on my own. But I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. And my readers have followed me no matter where I've, where I've been. So screenwriting, I'm thinking, is somewhere down the line and possibly a play, but that's a totally different got, writing just style. Just down. I was going to ask you that. I sure was going to ask you that. <laughs> Were you thinking of any films or save plays? That would be awesome. Especially well, I think congratulations. congratulations. Yes, that's definitely. That's what I was yeah. I think you can get both a spiritual crowd and a secular crowd to come to the play. I think it would be great. It's just, you know, with that, you have to do stage, lighting, movement. It's quite more of an undertaking, but I do think it would be fabulous. And I think everybody could relate. Uh, I'd really like to look forward to meeting with some producers somewhere down the line and a bunch of different people where we do everything from original songs to uh, finding local talent because there's a lot of talent right here in Chicago. I just don't think a lot of people are aware of it. Right, it is. It really is. Um, okay, let's go back to your publishing company. Now, for mm-hmm. our listeners out there who are interested in um, maybe they, they have something going, they're finished or they're not finished, what would be the steps you would guide them through before if they wanted to present their book to you for publishing? Well, uh, well, I'm not large enough to do the publishing yet. That's maybe two years down the line, but I always answer every question. I always answer every email. I can be emailed at chicagoauthor at yahoo.com, and I like to help give people directions. So if people have questions and they're starting out in the industry, then I would love to either mentor to them, as people have done with me, or give them tips, as people have done. Uh, when I first started out a number of years ago, I ran into a marquee author from Chicago, and uh, I went to a book signing to see this person because I was kind of a fan. And I walked up to, to the person and I was saying, hey, you know, I'm trying to get in this industry. What is it that I need to do? Unfortunately, that person told me, you know what, you got to find your way like I found mine. 
And mm-hmm. I never forgot that. I was kind of blown away by it. And I, I would never want that to happen to anybody else. So if anybody well, ever had any questions, there, there's enough to go around as far as this reading game. There's enough uh, publicity for everybody. And you never know how somebody else's story is going to bless somebody else. You never know what a writer is right. going through, and then they put it to paper, and one of your readers is going through that same challenge and how they'll be blessed by it. So I'm always answering questions. I like to tell young aspiring authors all the time that, uh, first of all, write the book. But don't let anybody tell you that you're not an author. The second your book is finished, you're an author. Mm. It's just a matter of getting mm. it out there to the public. So, and you'd be surprised at how many people just kind of shut us down, you know, and how many obstacles are out there. But, I mean, you just got to have that drive. And aspiring authors, if you've got something to paper, you know, it, it's up to you to get it out there. That's good stuff. That's great stuff. <laughs> that's, that's great. So you know, it's just it's just a game out here. Everybody's gotta you know find their place. But you know, once you do, you gotta try and help somebody else. There's out there. I mean, when you go to a bookstore, the African American section, it's the smallest spot in the store, and there are just so many stories that haven't been told yet. I mean, and in those stories, you've got movies, you've got plays, you've got testimonies. You'd be surprised, and uh, you just never know how a book's gonna touch somebody. Something that uh, people don't commonly know about me is in the year 2006, I had a pulmonary embolism, and I ended up in the hospital for 42 days, and I had to learn how to walk and talk again, and a lot of people, including my doctor, say that I'm a walking miracle. One of the things that actually helped me get through was a book called Climbing Higher by Montel Williams, and it was talking about how he dealt with his MS. Now, granted, my uh, medical situation was totally different being a PE, but just, you know, the belief in yourself, the belief in God not giving up, and just, you know, facing adversity in the worst of times. That book really got me through. It was just inspirational because there were times that he was working and uh, he'd be on the set of a television show or a set of a movie and he just feels like he's dying or he just can't get through it. He would just push his way through. And it motivated me to one day I had tools that I had to use to dress myself when I was in the hospital. I mean, to put on your socks, to put on your shoes. But one day I just decided to heck with that. I'm not using the tools. And uh, it took me maybe an hour, hour and a half, but I dressed myself. I was dripping wet and sweat, but I did it. But I in part did it because after reading that book by Montel, I was just motivated. And, again, that's just how books bless people. Uh, one of my earlier books was called Forbidden, and it was written about domestic violence. And at the end of the book, I had all this information for how to get out of a domestic violence situation, from coming, coming up, I'm sorry, coming up with a safety plan to finding some place where you can go to putting money aside, you know, just steps that you need to take in order to get away. And I also put human service numbers in there, 1-800 numbers on how to get away if you're in a domestic violence situation. And I just got an amazing amount of mail from women just all over the country saying, you know, your book helped me out or I was really going through something or, you know, I just cried reading it or a lot of people got the courage to leave shortly after. And, uh, again, you just you just never know how it's going to touch anybody. Wow. That is amazing. And I love the fact that you like helping people. There's not too many people out here that um, are willing to do that. Like you said, what they told you, you know, you got to find your own way. That's, come on now. And you never really, well, depending on what kind of person you are, me, I never want somebody else, if I can prevent someone else from going through what I had to go through, mm-hmm. then that always, that's always a blessing. Yeah, you never know. That person could end up blessing you somewhere down the line. Absolutely. So it's not too bad. 
you know, that's all it is to the writing game. It's just kind of, you know, you just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Eventually that door is going to open. I have a yes. question for you, yes, Aaron. Uh-huh. I have a question for you. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, when I was on your website, uh, I'm going to say the re- website so the listeners can know. That's plsmith.net. When I was on the website, I looked at one of the um, icons on the side, and it was saying the battle between two of the books, Congratulations 1 versus Congratulations 2. Can you elaborate a little bit more about what do that mean? Oh, well, it's really a good question. Congratulations 1 turned out to just be really hot. A lot of people are commonly know me for the Still Crazy series, which is uh, it's, it's pretty much an urban book, and it's about the hood, and it's about jealousy and a possessive woman, which is why it's called Still Crazy. Well, I've been known for that book forever. I mean, typically when you hear Darren Laurie, people oh, the Still Crazy series. Well, with congratulations. I wasn't expecting it to take off like it did, and I just got an outpour all the way across the country, you know, from women saying that that actually happened. Them, which kind of blew me away. I mean, you hear about people being left at the altar, but you never really hear about a woman accidentally being invited to her boyfriend's wedding or a woman showing up to her boyfriend's wedding. So, I mean, I was blown away with how, how that book took off, how many women said they had that same identical story or that same identical heartbreak. And then I figured, okay, wow, this is turning into my absolute best book. And I figured there was no way I could top it. So, I decided I was going to work on a sequel, and I was sitting in my laptop, and I said, well, how do I do this? Do I just pick up where the other characters left off, or do I start fresh and maybe introduce some new characters? Decided to introduce some new characters, put the book out there, and the book's only been out about six weeks, and it's really taken off. I mean, 50, 60 copies a day being sold. People have been calling me right and left. And then I've got a following of people who told me that Congratulations 2 is better than Congratulations 1. And I'm like, no, I don't think so, because Congratulations 1 is still selling. Uh, it's an ebook, It's in paperback. It, it's just really, really hot. And I'm like, no, there's no way. And the people are like, yeah, Congratulations 2 is better than 1. You outdid yourself. So I'm like, well, okay, whatever. And then I checked one of the reviews on Amazon, and the lady said, well, Congratulations 2 is better than 1. It's better than it's be- the best one he's ever done. And then I got somebody who said, no, I read 2. 2 was really good, but I liked 1 because I can relate to it better, and it sparked this debate. <laughs> so I've got all these readers who are, um, A, blown away that Congratulations 2 is better than 1, at least some of them say, but others are just conflicted. So you've got people going back and forth talking about which is a better book. So it's like the battle of the book, and it's just the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what's up mm-hmm. right there. Uh, I want to ask another question. You may have uh, probably heard this before, I don't know, but out of all the books that you wrote, which one is on the top of your list? Hmm. That's a good question. I want to say maybe the Still Crazy series, and I got to say that because it's pretty much about my old neighborhood, and it's about a guy who comes back from the Carolinas. He, he's married, but he loses his muse. He, he doesn't know how to uh, get rid of his writer's block, so his wife suggested he goes back to Chicago for a story. And uh, just like with my neighborhood, there's always a story. So, I mean, I think that book's closest to me because everything in there from the park where you play basketball to where you play football uh, to the drug-exposed people to the old heads hanging on the corner, I mean, it's just got that urban feel. And for me, it's almost like a homecoming. And even now, if I get writer's block or I want to write something urban or I'm just looking for a story, all I really have to do is go home. 
And that's kind of, I think, the, the moral of the book. You know, whenever you get lost or you think you, you can't find your way, just go home again. And no matter what's going on, I could probably drive to my old neighborhood right now in all this snow, and, and I bet you there's a story <laughs> from, you know, who got out of the hood to, you know, who's no longer there to people who found a triumph. I mean, there's just some really remarkable stories that, you know, come out of our neighborhoods. And, again, I don't think a lot of people, you know, get that. So, and that's what any neighborhood across the country, but there's some amazing triumphs that go on in the hood from people that have gotten off drugs uh, to people who have uh, got out of poverty to people who never knew where their uh, next paycheck was coming from or just testimonies. You know, I have a friend, last time I was in the neighborhood, I asked her how she was doing because she was kind of hard on her luck the last time I saw her. She told me uh, the way she got out of debt was to pay her tithes. And we're talking about paying mm-hmm. her tithes from nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine being, you know, to be, just having nothing. Her testimony was amazing. She said she was collecting unemployment, but she had never tithed before, and someone told mm-hmm. her to start paying her tithes. And she's like, out of my unemployment? And i am got the same expression on my face. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I feel you, but yeah. And she said mm-hmm. it works. <laughs> and she's, she's on her feet now. She She gives the credit to that. I mean, these are just little things that go on every day, but they're right. remarkable things. Right. Yes, it's funny you uh, you um you mentioned that because I do that. Okay. I do that and yes, it works. I'm this number two. It works. Yes, it oh, does. Definitely. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Oh yeah, it's Mar- just incredible. Huh? Mario, did I interrupt you? I thought you were getting to say something. Yeah. Like always, oh, I'm used to I'm it. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I had to get in there on that one. He hit a nerve. You know, when somebody hit a nerve, I, mean, I, I got to go. I, and that's why, if I don't say nothing, because I know once your nerve is hit, you all got to say something. I'll let you go on your yes. soapbox. <laughs> but then I got, I got another question. And, sure. And hopefully the listeners will pay attention when they go to your website or when they buy the book. Like, where do you get your covers from? Like, what? what where did you get that from? Like, congratulations, too. Like, what's up with the cover? Like, where did you get that from? Well, I actually use uh, stock photos. There are a number of websites out there that you can use from iStockphoto to bigstockphoto.com. Those are some of the websites. I also use models from time to time. Um, I'm, I'm actually a budding photographer. Uh, Tissy can tell you I'm just starting to learn about that. But primarily that's where I do it right now. But I'm trying to uh, advance myself, and as I grow as a business, I'm trying to do everything from start to finish, from graphic design to possibly uh, doing photo shoots myself with models. And I, I intend to do that in the very near future. Okay. Wow. Well, that's just part of it. Yeah, I'm doing everything on my own from this point forward, and it's it, it's coming together slowly but surely, which is another thing that I would impart off to uh, readers or anybody that reaches out. People said that you can't really self-publish, or some people, people will tell you that it's very expensive and uh, it, it can't be done. Those are people who, you know, just don't want to see you succeed because then they've got to take a good long look at themselves. I do a lot of writing workshops where I talk to young aspiring authors about starting on their own, and it's not as expensive as you think. You can start off by writing your story, but, I mean, if you want to, you can just do things piece by piece. An ISBN number, 10 of those are $250, and some people might balk at that price, but you figure you, you're covered for the next 10 bucks. Your barcode's only $25. Your cover design, you can uh, look on stock photo websites. 
doing your actual uh, publishing or, I'm sorry, your printing. It's just a matter of, you know, doing some research and finding a local printer in your area and maybe haggling with them on price. But, I mean, it can be done. And then when you get the final product out there, you can work with Amazon who has nationwide distribution. There are just so many keys to getting out there. It's just you can't give up and you can't let anybody tell you, you know, that you can't do it. You also have to watch for people taking advantage of you in this industry, uh, which is something else I teach. If you get an agent, it shouldn't be anybody asking for money up front. You know, an agent should be just as excited about your project as you are about your project. Mm -hmm. And that person should be trying to get your project out there so that they can get paid. You don't want people that want all this money up front on uh, the cover design. I mean, there are some reasonably priced local talent in every town across the country. There are some people out here with skills as far as graphic design go. You don't have to go to these yeah. huge companies where you're paying anywhere between five to $6,000. You can find somebody local okay. to do it anywhere from a few hundred to a thousand. So, I mean, it can be done, and it's your project. Step by step, as you complete it, I think you'll have a sense of pride. And there's nothing like getting a box of books in the mail. Your first shipment of books I cannot explain how great that is, and you figure I'm at my 14th, mm -hmm. but when I open up those books, it's the same feeling each and every time. It's just true excitement, yeah. and it's like, wow, I did this. So. Oh, I cannot wait for that. That's, that's the moment I'm waiting on. It's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen, and you're going to just feel so excited. I mean, I don't have kids, but for me, it's like, you know, holding my child. All my books are my babies. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Well, we're about to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to get a little bit more about Mr. Darren himself and his future projects and things he got going on. So we're about to take a break. We'll be right back. Okay. I'm going to grab some water real quick.
Good evening, and we are back. This is Black Writer Space. I'm your host, Ms. Mocha, and my co-host, Mario. Tonight, our guest is uh, Darren Lowry, a Chicago author of 14 um, books, well-written, well-edited. Appreciate it. And selling like crazy. (laughs) Um, What I want to talk about now is um, tell us about the um, book sales. Amazon, are you on Barnes & Noble or just Amazon? I'm on Barnes & Noble. I'm on Books A Million, Amazon. I think just about anywhere books or e-books can be sold. Okay. That's what I was going to touch on. Um, I always like to find out how do um, my um, different guests that I get on that are authors, how do you feel about the new e-book generation thing? Are you opposed to it? Do you feel like it's kind of taking a – I mean, how do you feel about it? I love the ebook thing. I think it's a phenomenon. I think it's great. I don't think that paperback books will ever be pushed off the market. I mean, I know they'll probably take a hit. The entire industry is taking a hit with the ebook sensation. But uh, paperbacks will always be around because you've got some people that just love the feel of a good book. Uh, yeah. I love the ebooks though. The ebooks are amazing because you can download a book in seconds. The books are reasonably priced. Uh, you can have a book on your phone, on your Kindle, just about anywhere. And I just think that's amazing. I also want to give the ebook uh, industry credit for people reading again. And I know that sounds bad, but uh, there was a point where you know when I was out on the street selling my books, I would sell them out of the trunk of my car. And I, to this day, I still keep books in my car. I've got stuff with me at all times. But I remember hustling out there, walking up to people, excuse me, what's the last book that you read? And you'd be surprised at how many people would say, I don't read. And, I mean, that's just a horrible thing to say. If anything, say you're not interested. But I, I'd run into people all the time and says, well, you know, I just don't read. Or I haven't read since school or grade school or grad school or whatever. With the ebook sensation, it's just it's really quick. I know at my job, we're not really allowed to bring paperback books in. But, I mean, if you get any downtime or whatever, you can actually download a book to your phone. And I just think that's remarkable. I mean, whether you're on a plane or, you know, you're at home, I, I think the ebook thing is just really taken off. Plus, I think uh, a great advantage is it's opened the door for us. I know as far as bookstores go, uh, unfortunately, Borders is gone, but I always looked at them as an African-American friendly. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about your future things you got going Wait, on for 2020. His call, his call dropped. Oh, it did? Yeah, okay. Call. Yeah, yeah. I knew something happened because it was like the middle of a sentence, but I'm sure he'll call right back. Oh, yeah, he will. Great. He's a- and a lot of good information. Yeah, like when I first met him, you know, the things we talked about, you know, when we just sitting there just talking at the Champagne uh, chat, like, it was amazing. Like, the knowledge that he gave me, so when it's time for me to get my things out there, I know what to do. And then he also told me, like, if you ever need me, I'm yes. here for you. That, 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 yes. that, that took so much pressure off me because if I love to have a mentor myself. I want to mentor people and a lot of things that I do, but it's good to have a mentor also and he's that person for me. And I want to tell him something, but he actually just got off the phone. <laughs> well, just hold it. Don't forget. Let me see. No, I ain't going to forget. Okay. I, I, he just I called. He called back in. Okay. Let me bring him back in. Okay. 
Darren? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, go Hello? ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know what happened to the call. It must have, it just dropped. Uh, but, okay. again, with the e-phenomena with stores, it was hard for us to get into bookstores. It was very hard for us to get in there. And a lot of times if you weren't a marquee name already or you didn't have an agent, it was very hard to get on bookshelves, just period. I think the e-book industry has opened up doors because pretty much anybody can publish now. That's two-way street because you've got some people who say that's a bad thing that anybody can publish because people aren't putting the quality work out there that they should or they're not putting as much work into their projects as they should. But, again, on the flip side, people are getting opportunities to be heard now. Anybody can do a book. It just takes a little due diligence, a little research, and it just helps out tremendously. So, no, I, I love the ebook thing. And you reach more people. It's easier mm-hmm. to to buy an ebook than it is to go to an actual bookstore. And don't get me wrong, I, I love bookstores. Whenever I go in, I'm never leaving with just one. I'm leaving mm-hmm. with 10 or 12. But imagine if, you know, you don't have the time to, you know, get out. Or a day like today in Chicago where it's a foot of snow and, you know, maybe you want a good book. You can just download it in seconds. I think they're here to stay. But, you know, I think mm-hmm. the paperback industry will be here as well. So it is okay. what it is. That's, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good thing. Like you just said, like the snow, the rain, or just you don't feel like you're not doing nothing and you can just download a book. But mm-hmm. before you clicked off, I want to tell you and that you wanted the, the most knowledgeable person that I've met in the last five years. Like you... Wow. When we sat down and talked, like I just told Tiffany, I don't know if you heard it, trying to get the phone back on, like mm-hmm. the information that you gave me, you took a lot of pressure off of me because not only did you give me the information, but you also right. told me, like, you can always call me for anything. And that made Anytime. me feel so at ease because you didn't have to do that for one. And for two, like you said earlier, you you in the business of helping people, just like I am, and that made me feel so good, so I wanted to thank you for that, because we just met, you know what I mean, and I was I was vibing with you, and just seeing all your accomplishments, it just motivated me and inspired me to do better, not only as far as writing, but just to be a person yourself, so I just want to thank you on that. Well, I really appreciate it. I mean, that's just part of it, but, but when I uh, first met our host, I was around some pretty remarkable people. She gave me a tour of Cafe Mocha Studios, and we walked around, and I met other people in business there, and we stopped up and met with one gentleman who was just giving tips on photography, and this is a guy who's clearly talented, and we kind of interrupted his work while we were there. But he took the time and just gave so many tips and so many knowledge, and, you know, I, was, I had question after question. He's like, yo, brother, you know, knowledge is free here, and, that was just an amazing experience, and more of us just we, – we each need to just do that for one another. It's just a powerful thing, and I think if we do, the industry will be stronger. We'll be stronger as a people. Our community will be stronger. We just got to, you know, keep pushing and keep helping one another out. You've just got too many industries and too many people that are jealous or envious or don't want to let somebody else in the business because they're worried about them not necessarily succeeding. I mean, I think that's a good thing. Um and a couple of months ago, there was a guy named Michael Martin. In fact, I maybe asked him to call into the show. We were at the barbershop, and we were talking about this very same thing, books. Uh, the title of his book escapes me, but he's on his second book now, and we're talking about just in the span of a few months. And his book is just really taken off. And, you know, he gives me a lot of credit. Now, yeah, and it's a spiritual book. It's about everything he went through in his life. I, I can't remember what happened to him medically, 
but long story short, he became disabled, but he never gave gave up on being a father. And it, it's a, a Christian novel, but I gave him as many tips as I could. And he's more known for his Christian fiction than I am for my urban fiction. But there's no jealousy there. Just the fact that I was able to help him in any capacity, that's that's just amazing. Man, <laughs> you see why you see why I say you mm-hmm. one, one, one of the best people I met in the last five years. You, do you see that? Like, Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. You're amazing. And I want to ask you another question as far as 2012. What do you have going on? Like, how's the traveling going? Do you have a lot of uh, things you got going on as far as traveling, book signings, and things like that? Well, only uh, pretty much vacation. Unfortunately, the last couple of years I've been having some just health issues. I mean, I can't complain because I'm still here. But I've had a lot of issues with vertigo. I've been invited to a lot of things here in the Midwest, and driving just takes so much out of me. So I I don't really do a lot of traveling anymore. When I do vacation, uh, one of my favorite spots is Hawaii. Uh, so uh, the next time I get on a plane, it'll be to go to Hawaii. But I, I don't do a lot of traveling anymore. I just I just can't. But I do answer all emails, uh, all phone calls. My phone number is actually on my website. Um, and as far as projects in 2012, I'm working on something called Something New. And I'm going to probably write under a pen name. And uh, the reason for that is it's going to be a different book. I, I've done all of my books are African-American books. They're urban books. I kind of want to write books with white characters. I kind of want to reach out and maybe do something sci-fi or um, maybe a vampire series or something somewhere down the line, but I don't want to lose my readers. I want when people open up a Darren Laurie book, they know exactly what they're going to get. But I'm going to write for some different characters under a different pen name and see if my readers find me again. So that's just uh, one of the things that I'm working on. Uh, I wrote a book on relationships some years ago, which – you could say it's either a mistake or it wasn't. I wrote a book called Handling the Truth, Brothers and White Women. It was an interracial novel. Well, not even a novel. It's a book on interracial relationships or my perspective on it. And I, I gained a fan base from writing that book, but I also lost some of my fan base. So, you know, yeah, so you have to kind of be careful. So I'm going to write under a different pen name. Different subjects will have different things, but I, I need to come up with something else. Also in 2012, um, I'm, I might be writing full-time, and maybe I'll come up with something where, you know, possibly if the books take off a scholarship or something for a kid to go to college if he's an Absolutely. English major or something like that. But, you know, there are a lot of projects down the line. Mm. Or maybe even radio. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's up, man? Steady working. No, no end to the working. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's just coming together. So, how have you okay. guys been? Well, go ahead, Tiffany. That's your favorite question, right there. You, this is soapbox time. <laughs> this is soapbox time. Cause she, Tiffany, I'm gonna tell you just like this. Like, she got a lot of things going through her head, just like I do. We have a lot on our plate we want to accomplish, but I don't really talk about it as much. And I just like to listen to her talk about it. So I'm gonna shut up. If you okay. go your soapbox, I'm going to wipe your shoes off. Get on top of the soapbox. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's go to break. And when I come back, I'll let it all out. Okay. So we'll be right back.
Good evening, and we are back. This is Black Writer Space. I'm your host, Miss Mocha, and I have my co-host with me, Mario Givens. And tonight our guest is Darren Lowry, one of my favorites. I have to tell this story before I go off into um, what what plans that I have coming up, that we have coming up. I just want to – Darren, I don't think he remembers, but I met him back in 2006. And um, there was an Arthur's and Artists show in Chicago in Bronzeville at the Little Black Pearl. And oh, right, right. Only, huh? I said, right, right, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So ever since then, I had been kind of following him, and that's when I started my little um, social networking research thing or whatever, and I would be on the Internet all day long, and I would research everything about books, and that's how I learned about self-publishing and all this stuff and whatever, just all the different websites they had, all this stuff. But I also, um, the same book, I keep talking about it, I've been sitting on 10 years. Uh, I was um, talking about, I need to finish my book, finish my book, and I wasn't working at the time. I was out of work for like about a year. And um, I sent a copy of it to um, one of my authors, I've had him on. I still followed him. You know, everybody has their own opinion, but he told me I won't, I wouldn't publish your book because it's not a field. There's not a, what do you say? There's not a market for a book like yours, and it wouldn't sell. And my motto is, if it don't make money, what do you say? If if it, how do you say that? If it, if it don't, don't make, make money, money, it don't make, don't make sense. sense. Right, right. So. 
I was like, okay. And you know how you want to take, um, what do they call it, constructive criticism the mm-hmm. right way. So I was like, okay. I, I didn't get mad or anything. I was just like, hmm. And he was like, you need to turn it into fiction. I'm like, I don't know how I can do that. Well, I can see it. I can see it now. I can see okay. doing it now because I have to change the names anyway because of the type of book I'm writing. I don't want to put everybody's names in there. But anyhow, I called you and I asked you, what was your take on it? And you told me don't listen to nobody. Write your book. Write what you're going to write. Your audience will find you. And that has stuck with me for years. So, of course, back then I had no idea that I would be embarking on anything like what I'm doing with Black Writer Space. I hadn't even started the networking site yet at that time. So with the magazine and the, now the radio show and all this new stuff, I'm like, okay. But I already always kind of had my circle of authors that I knew I wanted to highlight with anything that I did, and he was always on my list. So with that being said, I need to get your permission to um, ask you, can you be my mentor? I don't have oh, one. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, no doubt. When it comes we to um, the book industry. So, yeah, and I think you um, are really great. I talk about you all the time. So, um, but anyhow, back to your question. <laughs> well, we have um, coming up. Right now I'm trying to put together some events. I'm really trying to collaborate with um, a couple of different authors. I want to have at least like two events this year as far as authors and stuff. So I'm working on that, coming up with a date, trying to actually for the first event, trying to uh, secure a venue and I need a school. So I have someone um, helping me with that, with securing that. So once I get that done, we'll have a date and start putting together an itinerary and who we're going to have and all of that. We're still waiting to hear back from um, Classland University. Mm -hmm. The young lady called in on our second show and invited us to come for, like, a writer's summit or some type of writer's event. Haven't heard anything back from her, so. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much it with the still working on the magazine. I'm really considering going digital only. I really don't want to because, like, the books, like you talking about the hardcovers, I still like mm-hmm. the magazines. I, I still buy magazines. Not that many, but I still buy Sister to Sister. I still buy... um different photography magazines, and um, I do have one writer's magazine I still purchase, so um, I don't know. Right now it just seems so um, easy to just do digital, so I don't know. I'm working on it. But just as far as um, Black Writer's Space putting together some events and stuff and trying to really get some things moving and doing some traveling. Hmm. That's good. Where are you thinking about traveling to? Well, as far as the traveling, going to the different events, like the um, Harlem Book Fair, okay. the Black Writers Reunion and Conference. I've never been. I've, I've watched all of these events every year online. I never get to go to them. Now okay. that I there's have opportunity. There's also a book, uh, book Expo of America. 
there's a festival that they have down in Miami. There's one I think they have in New Orleans. There's also a writer's cruise that they have every year, I, and I haven't had a chance to go yet either. I'm, I'm definitely going to try and put that on my list of things to do. I know with the cruise, I typically see it in some of the African-American magazines, and it's all marquee authors. I think you're with them for maybe a week or two, but they have writing workshops, reading workshops, and they give you sneak peeks in the books that haven't been released yet. Who who does the cruise? I'm not sure. Last year, I know Eric Jerome Dickey was one of the featured authors. Mm-hmm. Uh, next time I see it, I'll, I'll just give you a ring and let you know. But it's, it's typically in uh, all of the African-American magazines, and it should be coming out fairly soon. It's, this is about that time where they advertise, because I think they typically take it in April or May. Okay. Uh, but that's just oh. one of the things going on. And then locally here in Chicago, I think the Calvicate of Authors should be coming up soon. And that's just an amazing me, She here. just sent me the email for that. I got that email today. Definitely. And that's something worth looking into, just some amazing people coming together, authors, readers, and just a really, really good event. So, But, I mean, that's in that's Chicago land now. Right, right, right. Uh, now, I do plan on going to the uh, Urban Urban Books uh, Baltimore Book Fest. I'm going to that. That's May 6th. May 6th. This May 6th this year. Okay. I will be there. Two of the authors that I had on already, Nikki Turner and J.M. Benjamin, I know they'll be there. So. Oh, and yeah, really J.M. can expensive. write. I think they asked them like $5, $8 to get in or something. It's real inexpensive, so I'm excited. I've never been to Maryland, so. I don't know. You'll love yeah. it up there. And believe it or not, that's turning into one of the mecca for books. I would have thought it would have been Atlanta, but I hear they're doing some great things up there. And J.M. Benjamin is amazing. He was here in Chicago in 2007 for the Infinity Award. I met him, Kashamba Williams, uh, just a whole host of authors. They were in Oak Park, Illinois, and there was an award mm-hmm. ceremony there. And we met. Really, really cool guy. Okay. And that's another thing I'm looking to do in awards. Uh, I really want to do something like that. So maybe not this okay. year, but maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah, I said it's definitely easy to set up. I mean, it's just a matter of, you know, telling the authors that you nominated them, and a lot of times they'll come out. There are a number of awards that are mostly held on the East Coast. We do need something here in the Midwest. Okay. I just, um, um, when I was on Twitter, I found a lot of people on Twitter. I found um, the L.A. Black Book Expo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, okay. So I am finding out that a lot of different um, cities are having them that you wouldn't even think have right. them or even something you've never heard of. Yeah. Hmm. Right, 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 right. I think yeah, the hip-hop convention was there. Yeah, the hip-hop convention was in St. Louis a number of years ago, and I made that trek and jumped on 55 and went down there. It's like a five-hour drive from Chicago, but I think it's maybe just an hour flight. So St. Louis is up and coming as well. Okay. Yeah, Baltimore is really, really blowing up with the book um, with the book thing. I'm finding a lot of authors on Facebook and Twitter are out of Baltimore, Maryland, or what? just Maryland, period, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm, I've always been excited about the whole, um, I guess because I just got that writing thing. But like you said about when you go to a bookstore, I can stay in there all day long. All yes. day long. And at the event, like when I came to that event where I first met you, I was so excited, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, I had $20 with me. And I said, okay, I got to buy one book. <laughs> I got to buy one book to buy. And I purchased, um, oh, I can't think of her name. 
and she is kind of hard to contact, too, because I've been wanting to get her on the show. But she had written a book about her life, Brenda Taylor, out okay. of Chicago. The awesome story where she was um, married. She was in an abusive marriage, and her husband had set her on fire. And wow. She was dead, and she lived. Yeah. It was really good. I read that book in one day. Wow. But um, I'll have to pick that yeah. one up. Right. She's on... I think she has, like, a like page on Facebook or something, but I tried to. I'm going to have to try to get her again. But she did. She took it further, and she started a non-for-profit um, organization for domestic violence. Okay. So she is. she's doing her thing with that. That's great. There's some really amazing people here in the Midwest. I just don't think people know, which is why we've all got to, you know, get together and just kind of get our names out there. You know, you think of the Midwest uh, hip-hop, the first thing that comes to mind is maybe Common, R and blues, uh, rhythm and blues. You think maybe kills, but for the books, you don't really think about too many people. We got to change that. Same thing with uh, magazines and everything else. There's so much that started here in Chicago, and I don't know. It just seems like we've fallen by the wayside compared to the East Coast. Right. Who? Oh. Mario. <laughs> Mario, are you there? Okay. Maybe not. He's <laughs> falling. You know what? This <laughs> dealing with block talk. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, okay. okay I don't know. Yeah. We're going around no, with technology. I know. Uh, Wait. It's probably the weather. Oh, well, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I got. I want to talk about something that I I seen. I was gonna save it for last, and I'm gonna go ahead and bring it out. You try to hide this from us. Uh, Golden Moments by Darren Loud. Short style. All right. Uh, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. Just what right. the doctor order. What the doctor order? Talk. Tell the listeners what the doctor order. What What's these short samples? Hmm. Oh, those well. In between uh, books, a lot of times people hate that lull. You know, they're waiting on my next book to come out, and, and it's not there, and they're like, well, give us something. So periodically I will put an erotic short on my website at www.dlsmith.net. And right now uh, one of the links on the page is called Whoa. Golden Moments, and it's about a professional athlete who is trying to get back into the league. But in the meanwhile, he, he's working a regular job, and he's working on his fitness, but, you know, it's his – private encounters with women he meets. <laughs> so, mm. and that's just to give the readers a little taste because sometimes they're they're wondering, "Hey, where's where's the next book?" and it's like, "Well, I don't have it or it won't be out for a couple of months, but I tell you what, here's this." And I put them up mm. all the time and take them down, but I I've written like 100 of them. I try and keep maybe 3 or 4 on the page just to kind of wet the readers lips a little bit. That's all. <laughs> right, little little sample there. Just a little sample. Yeah, exactly. uh, I pretty much want the listeners to know who just probably listen, go to www.dlsmith.net and look what this man got going on. I was looking at the congratulations. It's still the top 100 book. When I clicked on that and I scrolled down to the bottom, I'm telling you people, go look. Look at all the love this man is receiving. He got pictures of all. These ain't his friends. These ain't his cousins. These are people who love how he writes, you know, so support him. And I was amazed by that because, like I say, like Tiffany said earlier, well, I I want you to be my mentor too, you know, and 
So you got two people you you got to work on over here. So yeah, man, you got to help me with the photography because <laughs> I'm still learning oh, the ins and outs of that. I told you anytime. You know what? I was gonna tell you to call back down to the office because um um what they've been doing is people have been moving out. I know we off the subject. <laughs> right. People have been moving Look out. And what they do is they take that suite and they condense it down into like two or three small ones. I just it's one right around the corner from me and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, these people moved out and it was a real big one. They done cut a hole in the wall, made a door and everything and it's wow. the size one. So I was gonna tell you to call. I thought about you. Okay, well yeah. if the snow will break up, I'll try and get down tomorrow. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. If we can book these a home right now, it's my house and you'd be surprised. I'm, you know, probably driving my significant other crazy with everything that I got here, from crates and boxes of books to photography equipment. We can book these a home. <laughs> okay. Well, definitely. Definitely. And I wanna okay, thank all my readers on it. Huh? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I want to thank all the readers, and I want to thank you guys for having me. Not a problem. Um, I just going to ask one quick question about the um, – now, where on your site can I find all your books, or do I have to go to Amazon? Uh, there should be a link for just about each book. Some books are no longer on the market. Again, I said Telling oh. the Truth. Brothers and white women, I took that off the market just because I was kind of upsetting some people. <laughs> so I didn't want to lose, like, my entire uh, readership. And But just there are just about most of the books on there. I'll probably create another one tonight showing a list of absolutely everything. But to see the cover of every book that I've ever written, you can also catch me on Facebook. And I have a lot of people that follow me there. I'm also on Twitter. So And every cover for every book is there. Okay. Cool. Okay. I just posted. Um, I put a couple of posts on my page, um, as usual. You know me, and okay. um, I love it. You have the the picture idea on your site. I love it. Um, thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule, and um, you'll be hearing from me quite often. Um, as soon as I get the details for this event, I'm trying to have. I know definitely I'm gonna. Um, have you in? So, yeah, yeah we'll be in and I got people that you'd love to meet. So, Lena, I'm looking forward to us all getting together and talking about books and photography. So, you yes, know, just and Mario, I really want to thank you guys. No, thank Not a you. problem. And we thank appreciate you. it. Okay, you all have to be safe. Be careful in the snow. Okay. <laughs> well, you have right. a good night. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Great. Awesome. Awesome guest. Yeah, just a, a awesome person. I love him. I love him. I love him. I know. That's that's the thing. It's like, and you, I don't know if you, we've been around each other a couple years, but when I find something I'm excited about, I just keep talking. We know, trust me. We know oh, all the man. all the listeners know when you get excited. Wow, 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 wow. I was just getting busted today. Would you start saying wow? Look. Look, it's a whole lot of other things I could be saying on here. What? We're going to have a segment, and it's going to be around like 8.15 before the show closes. It's going to call the wow factor. And in that segment, you're going to get on your soapbox, and you're just going to let everything out on how you feel. How you feel about that? Cool. I like that. I'm serious. I'm wow serious. Wow fact. I'm writing it down. I'm serious, too. I'm serious because a lot of people who listen, they don't understand 
I've been around, so I know when you say, wow, I'm like, here we go. She found something. Mm-hmm. You you right. text me like, wow. No, but you I'm know like, what? I think, it's, I think it's just an opinion. I think it's an opinion of the way we are used to, the way we are used to hearing um, professional radio done. And not that I don't want to be professional, but I'm going to school for this, so I'm learning. You know, so practice makes perfect. So, I mean, yeah. for us just starting out in December, I mean, come on now. You know what I'm saying? No. Mm-mm. Some shows I don't heard, all they doing is cussing, MF this, MF that. So, no, give me a break. It's a whole lot of other things right. I could be saying. So, to be complaining about me saying, wow, what? Right. And, see, and that's the thing. Like, like, like we keep telling the listeners and all the faithful listeners who, who listen to the show, they always know we say this on every show. This is not script. What we talk about, what we talk about is block talk. It's talk radio. So what we do, we talk. Yes, we say wow. Yes, we say mm. Yes, we say um. We say whatever <laughs> comes out mind. Yes, we we yeah. miss say words. So what? So what? I'm not. I ain't D Harvey. I ain't got D Harvey money. So I'm gonna say what I want to say. So I'm gonna say wow with you. But he said what he want to say. How about that? True, because he said so, it so early. Yeah, you want like, nobody getting on there? Why he say such a stuff? Especially when he be getting them um, strawberry letters, and they be a hot mess. So you have people sending in the same stuff. Yeah. Know, so, but basically, what I like about him is he is still being himself. Yeah. There's no. I mean, one thing about one thing about Darren, like when I like I said when I met him, he. He, the first thing he said was, what you got going on? And then when I told him everything I got going on, he's like, okay, what what you going to do about it? You know, it's like, Ooh, don't, sit, don't, sit on, don't sit on your talent because you never know what can happen, you know. You, and ever since that day, I, I was just like, wow, this dude, yes, I said, wow, yeah. I said, this guy, he, he's amazing, <laughs> you know. He, he talks like I talk, but he's been there. He got 14 books. Right. Not just 14 right. books, like, hmm, go a book. 14 top-selling books, like, 2007, author, male author of the year. I mean, come on, man. How many people can say they got that title, that that, that right. achievement? Yeah, I've been studying them. Now, I've been studying them. I'm, yes, I'm starting to wear my shirt a little bit. I'm starting to wear my dress shirt a little bit better now, too. Yeah, I've been watching them. Yeah. Like right. you're saying, how you going to be great if you ain't around greatness? Right, exactly, and that's what I that's what I love about it. And he has a heart to help, so that's always I'm always clinging to that because that's how I am. I just kind of, you know, in certain situations or with certain people, you know, once you, I just kind of step back sometimes because people can take advantage of you and, right. and manipulation and all that other stuff. But other than that, I still I have a heart to help those who want it and those who don't. Well, those I have to step back from, I just pray for because I don't have the patience. But anyhow, um, great show, great show, yeah, but great you, show. And, you but know, you we see, get a lot of good feedback, too, about um, the questions. Even the guy yesterday, GPA, did you hear how he was like, um, wow, you guys asked some really great questions. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. wow, that feels so good. I'd rather hear um, the comments and and the, the different um, 
things from the from the actual listeners and the guests. We always get compliments from our guests, even with Melvin. Great show. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. wow. I'd rather hear that than to hear. Why do you keep saying wow? Is that all you heard throughout the whole interview? You didn't read their book. How you want to interview them? Wait a minute, man. Hold up. I'm not just interested in their book. I'm interested in them as a person, their writing career. Tell us about you. I'm here to get to know who you are. You know, right. so. But, you know, those who are not really um, educated on the field and who don't know the field like that, they don't know. So I guess I can't really get mad, but it's irritating. But anyhow, <laughs> great show. I enjoy it. I wouldn't get getting on here every day. I mean, I took the show from um, Tuesday. It was doing Tuesday and Thursday to Monday to Friday. You know, this is our first Friday having a show. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I I got the calendar. And, you know, it's, you know, anything can happen. You know, we, we try to let the show go on. You know, like say, the snow, I'm stuck in, in, on Lakeshore Drive. For those who don't know, Lakeshore Drive is a, pretty much like a highway in Chicago. It's right by the lake. So if I was stuck on that, and you saw our text, like I'm stuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, my car going all types of places, and they, they want to close it down and on certain areas. And I, I just, I don't like being driving and trying to do a show because I want to focus while I'm driving, and I want to sit down, whether if it's in the studio or where we do the show at it, and relax and, and just do the show. You know what I mean? I'm tired of sitting in the car and like, yeah, how was your book this time? I want to talk about that. I want to... Sit down. I want to enjoy myself, and just like I did tonight, you know, I'm, you know, he, like I say, this guy here, like a lot of people don't know that Darren Lowry got some good things going on with his books. I'm telling you, I ain't like, okay, I ain't saying mm-hmm. nothing no more. I'm telling you. If you, if anybody know, who, anybody who like to read, um, fiction. Or um, he, I think he got one book that's not fiction. His memoir, the book he says about his life. And you in Chicago? There's no way you should not know who Darren Lowry is. And so um, I'm taking it upon myself to get the message out there. We are going to get the message out there. Oh, I didn't even tell you. I didn't even tell you. And and the listeners, I want to let you guys know that I'm working on a book, a children's book called Let's Go Out to Play. I actually, I didn't even tell you this, so don't even get on soapbox so all mad at me or nothing like that. But mm-hmm. I'm already through Chapter 1. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I got to sit down. You know what? Okay, wait, what's tomorrow? What do I have to do tomorrow? I need to sit down in that quiet place and put them headphones on. And right, because it, it, the more and more I think about how well Darren is doing with his stuff, it's like, what you waiting on? What are you doing? Right. Did you hear him talk about the the guy he said he talked to some guy, something, and the guy is working on his second book within a few months? Yeah. So I need my butt kicked for that one. I mean, we got to... Do get some projects out there, you know, sacrifice. You know, we we both got a lot going on. We work, we we surf net, we get these guests on the show, we researching, we still doing family things, we still trying to do individual yeah. things and it's like there's no excuse. We just gotta say, you know what? 
Get it out there. I so what's it out there? I have to think. I, I woke up this morning and I was like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not gonna finish school. I gotta finish school. I want my degree. I just feel like my life is not gonna be complete without it. And at one time, I wanted my degree in writing, but that's not. Mm, that's not it. Cause what I want to do with writing, I really don't need a degree to do it. So, um, but as far as my nine to five career. Not saying that it won't be writing full time, but until I get there, I just I just woke up this morning thinking about that. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to get in school. I'm gonna have to get organized. Um, I will have an assistant starting tomorrow to um, help me with the um, the the writers the um, the radio show. And because you know, all day I'm emailing and I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and I did buy me an appointment book, and I've been trying to write stuff down. Some stuff I'm still forgetting. I still need somebody to do help me do follow-ups. You know, um, well, I sent the email. They, I haven't heard back from them. We need to send them another email. We need to call. We need to leave a message. You know what I'm saying? All of that PR stuff I'm trying to do all right, by right. myself. I will have an assistant starting tomorrow. So um, hopefully I'll be able to get some stuff done. And then what's happening is we are getting emails from PRs and publicists they're looking for outlets for their clients. I got two emails after um, the last show, after last night. After the show, I got two emails from two different PRs with clients that want to get them on the show. Awesome stories. One guy has a book about the um, the movie. It's crazy. It's called Red Tails. That's the same book that the the movie that just was released today. It's about the same thing. The Tuskegee Airmen. But this one is right, a love right. story. Yeah, so I'm like, wow. His name is um, Kenneth Williams, something like that. Anyhow, his PR emailed me. So it's getting to the point where I'm not so much having to look for people. They're looking for me. And she said she came across. I'm like, how did you find our blog? She's like, oh, I Googled such and such and such. Wow. Okay. So now all what I've been doing is paying off. I already knew I was in Google. But even with the new stuff that I added since starting on the magazine within the last few months, all that's in Google too. So I'm excited about that. It's really going fast. We we sat back and was like, oh, okay, we're going to do yes. this, we're going to do that, and it's taking off. It took off. We're still in the air. We ain't landed yet. You know, we're looking at the, the, the clouds and saying, wow, we up here. So now we just got to keep staying humble and keep doing what we're doing, you know, and put God first before anything. So. Yes, and like I always say, it's not going to take long. I, I see it happening, like, overnight. Like, I really do. I don't know how, but um, it's coming. So, and we this is just the beginning of 2012. So, um, by the end of this year, we will be able to sit back and say, wow, we did this, we did that, we did this, we did that. And I'm looking to, um, I don't know if I, I mentioned it on air, but we're looking to, do um, Black Writers Space School of Creative Writing. 
So um, we're looking I at the different channels. Me too. We're looking at the different channels as far as um, funding and the, the 501c3. Did I say that right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we can get the ball rolling with that and um, have an event. So whereas where we can just um, have money donated to us so we don't have to spend this money out of our pockets but and connect it to literacy because this is what the whole shebang is. This is the, the back seat to all of this is literacy. Like you said, you, can, you, you wouldn't believe how many people don't even read, you know, so right. – um, with book clubs, I'm also I'm going to be posting. I'm going to do that again. Black Writers Space Book Club. I keep I've been talking about it like the last week or so. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there and feature different books. And I, I may just start with Darren. Congratulations. And yeah, then that'll increase I mean, book sales for people too. Because if you don't have a book, guess what? You got to buy it to read it. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and Darren, yeah. J.M. Benjamin, Nikki Turner. Moni Smith, yes. uh, man, Brian, oh, Brian Smith, uh, Jay Anthony Graves. I mean, the list goes on. Like a lot of these these authors, like like they say, you know, a lot of people don't know, but they want to hear the top names. We always want the top names, you know, the the LeBron James, the Lil Wayne, the top names. But what about the ones that's got better material, but that that's not out there? To me, mm-hmm. I mean, Darren Lowe is, is probably one of the biggest names that's not even out there, but he's out there. I mean, 14 books. I mean, who, how many people can say right. he got that? That's why not when somebody says to me, well-known authors, I'm like, hold on now, wait a minute. You don't know about this one, so he may not be well-known to you, but he well-known to me and all the people that's buying his books, you know. So, um yeah. We're going to wrap things up, and um, we will be back on Monday. Uh, Stay tuned for my Facebook post on who our guests will be on Monday. I have next week pretty much filled up, so um, it's been great. I thank our listeners and appreciate you guys supporting us, and we will see you guys Monday at 7. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Black Writer Space.